I'm Donica Contour, and this is Naptime Devotionals, episode 83, Be Strong and of a Good Courage, studying Joshua chapters 1 through 8 and 23 through 24. Welcome to Naptime Devotionals, a come follow me study for busy moms. I'm your host, Donica Contour. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I'm a daughter of God, just trying to get home, and I hope that something I say here today will help you on your journey home too. Alrighty, let's jump into it. We're actually just going to talk about one um, section here. And honestly, I didn't even write any notes. If you're on YouTube, you can see I wrote zero, zero notes. I wrote down the title. Um, it's been a week and a half. I have been sick all week. Um, I wasn't even sure if I was going to be able to record this podcast. I have not been able to like talk properly in the last couple of days. So if you hear like I still sound kind of hoarse and raspy and like there's a frog in there. Um, that's why. And also I said, yeah, it sounds like I have a frog in my throat. And my three-year-old was like, what, why is there a frog in your throat, mom? Like, why did you try and swallow a frog? He was so confused. (laughs) Anyway, I just want to talk about, um, there is the chapter in here where they talk about the ark carriers. And this is one of my favorite stories because I think it illustrates the difference the different ways in which God works, right? Um, I think a lot of times we think about our trials, like, so I'm going to talk specifically about trials, but this could relate to revelation. This could relate um, to a great many things. But I'm going to talk specifically about trials where we kind of want um, it to be Moses and the Red Sea. We don't want the ark carriers, right? We want Moses and the Red Sea where... The sea splits and then we pass through it, right? We see the miracle and then we, and then we move forward. Um, But with the ark carriers, they had to get their feet wet before the water started to move, before the water started to recede. They had that, had to take that first step of faith in order for the waters to start moving in order for them to see the miracle. And I think more often than not life (laughs) shows up as the ark carriers, right? We have to take that first step forward. Um, and it's not, it's not always easy. You know, I think, you know, not, not that, I don't know. I don't necessarily think that it was easy for the Israelites to walk, um, through the Red Sea and have it be two giant walls of water on either side, just hoping that it didn't crush them. But at the same time, they could see the path, right? They could see this is where we are. That's halfway. That's the other side of the Red Sea. Like we can, we can see the path from point A to point B and the entire journey on the entire journey there. But we don't always have that, right? Sometimes it's even more restricted than with the ark carriers where we put a foot in and the water around our foot recedes. And then we take another step and another step and and it's just little teeny tiny baby steps. And I think that there is purpose in this. I don't think the Heavenly Father does this on accident. I don't think that he does it because he wants to drive us crazy. I don't think that he does it because... He doesn't trust us. I think that he does it with purpose because he knows, um, first of all, miracles do not build faith. Faith builds miracles, right? Faith um, precedes miracles. Um, And so when we have big things like the Red Sea happen, 
that was not necessarily because of 100% of the children of Israel had faith that this would happen. So this happened, right? Like we know Moses had faith in, um, in the Lord. We know that there were Israelites that had faith in the Lord, but we also know there were a lot of Israelites that were kind of not necessarily going along for the ride, but for a better phrase, I, I don't have a better turn of phrase other than they kind of were just going along for the ride. They were, they were going along because all the rest of their family was, they didn't want to really work for the Egyptians anymore. That was miserable. So they thought, let's do this. Um, and, and I think that it's important to note, um, the difference, the difference with how, how we go between point A and point B and whether or not we know the journey. I used to joke, I used to joke before we had any kids that I just wanted to see a picture. I just wanted to see a picture of what our family looked like when it was finished, how many kids we were going to have, what were the age gaps going to be, you know, what were the genders of each baby? Like, and then I could wait and then I'd be patient. And then, but then what am I being patient for? Right. I'm sure there would be something else that I'd be like, but I just want to know this, or I just want to know that or blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, Sometimes it feels like, oh, it'd be so nice if God just gave me, like, here is the schedule for your life. It's color-coded. This is what time this happens. This is what time this happens. Um, watch out for that. That's, you know, I circled that. That's going to be a big thing. Um, but I think also at the same time that God doesn't want us to know everything because, first of all, where's the fun in that? But second of all, there are a lot of things that are up to us. Um, I remember when I was a kid, hearing that God knew us and he knew what we were going to do and wondering like, well, how is everything not already predetermined then? Like, why does what I choose even make any difference since he already knows what we're going to do anyway? Um, and it wasn't until I became a parent that I realized exactly what it was that Heavenly Father knew and understood. I can look at my three-year-old and I can almost read his mind. I almost know exactly what it is that he's going to do. I can look at him and know that if I leave him in the kitchen unattended, there is a 98% chance that I will come back in and he will be playing in the dishes. He will be washing the dishes. And by washing the dishes, I mean pulling clean dishes out to play with them in the dirty, nasty water and making more dishes for me to clean later spilling water all over the floor, emptying my soap, leaving my sponge all in there. I've had to throw out, I can't even tell you how many sponges because I get, go to use them and they're all like moldy and slimy because they've been sitting in nasty water the whole time. I'm like, that is not why I left that. <laughs> but because I understand his tendencies, I understand the things he wants to do. And I understand that he's three years old and is kind of led by his impulsiveness because he's three. Um, and so I can look at him and know in certain situations pretty much what he's going to do. Sometimes he still surprises me. Sometimes he doesn't do what I think he's going to do. Um, but for the most part, I would say he does pretty much exactly what I think he's going to do. Um, and obviously Heavenly Father knows us even better than that. He understands all the possibilities. Um, and so while I think that he very accurately could hand us an entire schedule of our lives, um, first of all, that would take the decision-making from us. That would take our decision-making, um, not necessarily away. I guess we could still look at it and be like, I'm going to do what I want. Um, <clears throat> but it also removes our faith 
or the necessity for faith in, in him, for faith in our savior. Um, and so ultimately what I want to come back to for this is revelation, um, trials, life, it happens a little bit at a time. Sometimes it feels like it's happening all at once, but we very rarely see what point A to point Z looks like in one go. Mostly it's a little bit here and a little bit there, line upon line, precept upon precept. And I like to remind myself when it feels like it's not happening fast enough for me, when it feels like it's not happening quick enough, like I just want to know more. I just want to connect all of this together why can't I figure this out? Um, that Christ learned the same way. He learned line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little, um, because that is the way to learn. If we really genuinely want to absorb something, a principle, doctrine, um, even something simple like learning to play the flute or the guitar or whatever, we have to do it a little bit at a time and we have to be consistent with it because if we try... You're going to be much better off if you're wanting to learn to play an instrument. You're going to be better off practicing 10 minutes every day than you are going to be trying to practice for two hours once a month, right? Because in that time, you lose things. And so I think that it's important to remember that we learn the same way um, and that it's, it's okay. It doesn't make it less frustrating, but it does make it okay. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you next week.